Welcome to Unlearn Pavement Radio. This is by far and above the um, the most special podcast episode that we've been uh, fortunate enough to record in absolutely the most beautiful setting. So right now, um, I'm with six of the most amazing dudes that I know. And uh, it's been quite the journey to get to where we are right now. So we are at Lake Louise, Alberta, Canada, just about 40 miles from Banff, Alberta, which is the start of the 2016 and, and all of the other previous Great Divide mountain bike races. So I um, can't believe we're here. It's Thursday, almost. It's Wednesday evening. June 8th, correct, today? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Wednesday night, um, 11.30 p.m. We left Banff about 6 o'clock tonight and decided to do uh, decided to get out of the hustle and bustle of Banff, which is a lot busier than I thought it was going to be. Um, beautiful, breathtaking, like stunning place, but really, really pumping. And so uh, all, all of us decided we would hop on our bikes for a shakedown ride. And uh, Chris, Chris Peters, our, our main man, driving, chauffeur of life. Oh, <laughs> my captain, my captain. <laughs> <laughs> he drove the RV out to a campsite out here by Lake Louise, and then the rest of us hopped on our bikes, and we rode here, all pavement, breathtaking, huge. We're at about, we were at about 4,000 feet most of the way with uh, 9,000-foot peaks all over, all around. What I want to do on the podcast tonight is just let everyone introduce themselves and talk about what it was and how we've all gotten to this point. You know, short stories, but uh, just a little bit of a of a rundown of who who all of us are and what the divide means to us and uh, where we're sitting mentally with it just being the start being just over you know thirty hours or so away, which I can't believe I'm saying that so I'm gonna start way to my left and uh yeah man what's up Jesse introduce yourself howdy uh Jesse Ramsey I'm pretty much from the Detroit Michigan area kind of around lower Michigan um but I just I love bikes I love riding I love being outside I love I love these dudes and being on bikes with these dudes um but yeah, pretty much the, the Tour Divide. It started with me for the movie, just like a lot of other people. Um, I'd say probably four years ago or so now is when I first saw it. And uh, ever since then, just kind of been hooked on the idea. It's like pushing the limits, which aren't even that <laughs> crazy for me, you know. My limits are capped, but um, just definitely like to see what I'm made of, and I feel like this is this is the chance to do it. I got a lot of family and friends supporting me back home. Even to get me here has taken, you know, so much support from everybody, and I couldn't be more thankful for that. So I just want to come out here and do my best, whatever that might be, and uh, hopefully go home with some awesome stories to tell them. And, I mean, this first ride here, the first day in 40 miles, we saw a black bear, a brown bear, and a caribou. And we passed a whole bunch of waterfalls, 
and you know that stuff just doesn't happen in Michigan. So chance of a lifetime. It's it's awesome. It's beautiful. Everything about it. So stoked for the ride. How old are, how old are you, man? Oh, I'm 30. 30. 30? 30. Yeah. 30. <laughs> there you go. Awesome. And this is, uh... There's not more? <laughs> Just 30, 30, 30. Uh, yeah. yeah 30, years, 30 years young. A lot to learn about riding, too, so hopefully I learn a lot on this trip. And to your left is? Or right, my bad. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my name is Bailey Newbury. reside in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, co-owner of Comrade Cycles, also in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Tour Divide kind of came up a little out of nowhere for me. I've always known about it for quite a long time. Always uh, looked up to everybody who did it. Felt like it was something, I don't know, maybe a little bit uh, out of reach. And then in the last couple of years, uh, I've been pushing my limits a little bit more and seemed considerably more attainable. So we got a big group of fellas here who started talking about uh, getting out and giving it a go. And it was almost a wouldn't say a spontaneous decision to jump on board, but just, yeah, if everybody else is going, the timing's right, why not? There's not a single place I'd rather be, and it seems like a really great idea to come out and enjoy some time with friends and see some stuff I'd never seen before, so here we are, uh, unlike anything back home, and just glad to be out and about riding around here. Um, first day was, as Jesse mentioned, just a beautiful ride out here, good amount of climbing, Everybody was just kind of having fun, laughing, in awe of the beauty of everything, and excited to get out and about and continue rolling. Um, I guess since we're talking age, I am 29 years old, and I uh, believe that puts me the youngest on our... No. No, no. no. Sorry. No. Youngest would be, to my right, Mr. Dave Markman, who can take the mic at this point. Yeah. Thanks, Bailey. Yeah, like you said, I'm David Markman. I reside in a little town in the middle of nowhere, Minnesota, called Avon. Um, we're known for a, a paved bike trail and a public beach. It's just down the highway from an all-female college. So, as you can imagine, <laughs> summers were amazing where I, when I grew up. Um, I grew up on, on roughly 60 acres of land and, and, and spent every waking hour outside riding my bike, um, exploring the, the back roads. Um, I live in the country and it was, it was amazing. Tour Divide for me started about four years ago when this, this guy named Jay Peterberry was out there. He had a little movie, and I was like, that sounds like a lot of fun. I want to do that. Uh, I looked into it, and I was like, oh, I need to have a couple kids so I can sell them and trade some organs, <laughs> and holy, wow, this is, this is going to be expensive. So uh, four years later, here I am with... with, with uh, whole bunch of amazing people getting ready to, to take a trip of of a lifetime um, yeah I don't know I'm, I'm just I'm super speechless as to where we are what we're about to do uh, I've traveled a lot in my short 27 years and uh, I'm excited to to keep digging deeper into my mind and, and who I am and you know kind of find my place some deep stuff right there uh huh yeah <laughs> we, could, we could dive farther down that rabbit hole but let's save that for later yes yeah <laughs>
my name is Bobby Wintle. Um, I'm 30. I'm 30 years old. Coming up on 31 in August. Ooh. Yeah. 30's been good. It's been real good. Um, yeah, I, I completely agree with everybody. The beauty of the beauty of this place, of the Canadian Rockies, is exactly the way everyone described it. It's unlike anything I've ever known existed. We rolled up to Lake Louise. I think we gained, we all decided we gained about 1,000 feet in the last mile, 1,100 feet in the last mile of the 40-mile ride that we did, and worth it. All of us said that we would have worked five times as hard to get there to see that. I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to go back up tomorrow and have some coffee, I believe, at Lake Louise, and uh, it's going to be killer. We're going in the RV, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're done climbing for at least like 20 to 30 days. So. so my wife and I are co-owners of District Bicycles in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Tour Divide for me started when I also saw the documentary um, in 2008, I believe, is when it came out. Um, <laughs> so about eight years ago now, which is ridiculous to think of. it's been that long. It's either 08 or 09. And I, I fell in love with the idea of being completely self-reliant upon pushing yourself underneath your own power on two wheels all the way across the country, on the spine of the country I read today, you know, along the spine, the divide, unreal things, and uh, the places that we're going to have to dig that we don't even know exist yet, that all of us are completely capable of doing is why the divide tugged at me people keep asking us we've stopped in all these towns and i know every single one of us have been trying to figure out how to fit into the conversation with brand new people or people we've known for a long time hey i'm actually next month or next week or in a couple days i'm gonna do the tour divide and they're like, what's that <laughs> we tell them what it is and they just say a lot of people actually up north were just like, that is awesome. And they weren't like, you're insane, you know. So that's been encouraging uh, the closer we've gotten to Banff. But really what happened four years ago, we just opened District. We were, you know, Crystal and I were the only ones running the shop. She and I would take turns taking care of Emery, our daughter, and I'd be in the shop alone or Crystal. And one day I happened to be in the shop by myself. And this really unassuming, like, you know, really, you know, good-looking, like, quiet, uh, established man walks in the door. And he says, do you work on tubeless setups? And I just, like, perked up because I'd been doing tubeless for, like, four years at that point. You know, like, in my garage or in the basement. And I thought, yeah, man, yeah, I do tubeless. Like, what, what can I do? What can I help you with? And he's like, oh, he's like, well, that's great. I'm, I'm pumped. Um... This is November of 2011. He says, well, I've got a bike that's in a box, and um, I really need it put back together, and it really needs some love. And This man was John Billman. John Billman was an English professor on campus at Oklahoma State University and a writer for Outside Magazine. And We just found out that he has a brand-new article um, about one of the Transamerica race female riders in the current issue of Bicycling Magazine, July 2016. You have to get that. And uh, John Billman uh, proceeds to tell me that he had just finished that past June slash July 
uh, the Tour Divide in 2011 on a single-speed siren steel mountain bike, and uh, he wanted me to put it back together. <laughs> and so Crystal tells me that, yes, we watched the movie in 08, but in 2011 is when it stuck. So John, I hope you could hear this. Thank you so much, man. I'm here right now because of a lot of things, but because of you and because of uh, the support of Crystal and also because of a conversation I had last July with Joe Miser from, uh, from Salsa Cycles. Joe nonchalantly told me when I told him that I was going to wait until the kids were in high school to do the divide. He just goes, oh, the divide? He goes, man, you'll be fine on the divide. And I told him about that this weekend at Dirty Kansas, and he doesn't remember telling me that. <laughs> so a lot of people play into this. Um, gotten all my gear from the shop and from Stillwater Summit Co. from across the street. Brady, you're my brother. I love you to death. Thank you guys so much. But uh, support. Like, this is all about support that we've received on the front end and that we know we're going to receive on the back end that we can't have while we're on this ride. We have to do it unsupported. We have to do it underneath our own power and our own logistics. And there's something absolutely perfect and beautiful and stripped down about that that gets to the core of my being. So that's why Tour Divide is happening. I mean, it's so simple. Simple. Ride bikes, eat. Ride bikes, eat. Ride bikes, eat. Sleep. It just takes all, a podcast. The, all the stress out of life. Right? I, it's a chance to unplug, to, to not Instagram and Facebook and text and email and call and... You know, have people call again because you didn't answer their first call. Like, maybe I don't want to talk to you for 28 days <laughs> or, or forever. Like, if I don't answer your call, leave a message and maybe I'll call you back. But I just, I just want to unplug from it all and yeah. go back to a simpler time. And uh, maybe, maybe this is the way to do it. Someone told me the other day it's going to be a big reset button. And, um, uh, it's going to be a beautiful way for us to change our perspective upon the world and the people that are in it and the things that are in it. And uh, there are beautiful and terrible things that we will come across. And uh, I can't wait for my perspective to change again and uh, in a way that I didn't know could happen. Anyway, I'm sorry. That was kind of long. I'm going to let it roll to my right. Right now. Okay, tough act to follow, but um, I do at least still know my age after hearing that. Um, I'm 35. Uh, my name is Seth Wood. Um, from Stillwater, Oklahoma, via Atlanta, Georgia, via Boone, North Carolina, via Beaufort, South Carolina. Um, I've only been riding bikes for a relatively short time with any degree of seriousness I had bikes as a kid and as a high school student but uh, I haven't really been at this that long and like most everything related to um, outrageous cycling um, I learned about the Tour Divide from Mr. Bobby Winnell um, and so I would have to credit my knowledge of the event to him um, but he's as persuasive as he is he wouldn't drag me out here on this terrifying adventure um, just because of his enthusiasm. Um, I guess 
I don't know. I, I've gotten very accustomed to doing endurance cycling events over the last several years. I've done a lot of them, and I did things on a bike that I would have never thought myself capable of doing several years ago. Uh, but the Tour Divide sounded like a different sort of challenge, like not only the logistical end of planning for this thing and just getting here, which honestly, after our little test ride today, I think riding it is going to be a lot easier than <laughs> planning for it. Um, I think I can handle the riding. Um, uh, but planning for it was difficult and complex and uh, figuring out how to arrange things with my family um, and work and everything else, which I know everybody's had to do those things here. It's very complicated. Um, but the fruit of that, the reason for that was to try to live by the bike. I think that's what was kind of cool about it. I mean, when you do an endurance event, you're not really living by the bike. It's just a tool to get you from point A to point B, um, usually in a big circle, um, or two circles, I guess that's the vote this year, right? Mm, two, yeah, circles, two circles instead of one big circle. Um, but we're doing a line, a line segment, in fact, and I kind of liked that idea of just kind of living on the line by the bike and really nothing else um so yeah it just seemed like a an incredible challenge and all the states we're riding through are states that i've never explored like i've been to pockets of colorado been to new mexico once but other than that this is all uncharted territory for me never been to canada never been to montana never been to wyoming um and we're gonna see a lot of those places in the best at the best possible pace so there's a lot to be there's a lot appealing about it and the people too i mean i'm not sure about all the riders um we've met, we've met some strange ones but i like i like the i like the people here um right now so um yeah being with good people and doing good things we up you're up okay uh my name is troy cowan uh i guess i'm the old man of this group i'm uh 39 years old which doesn't seem very old to me. Uh, I feel like I'm probably, I act the youngest, I think, in this group. Um, I'm pretty much like a high school kid, I think, so. Um, my, uh, I come, I'm from Utah originally, uh, pretty much raised there my whole life, and then I moved to Oklahoma in 2006. Um, I always rode bikes quite a bit, but in Utah there's, just a lot to do, snowboarding, camping. So I did I did everything. But when I moved to Oklahoma, there just there wasn't a lot of activities, and I just I fell into cycling quite a bit more. Started mountain biking quite a bit. Got into that for a few years, and then moved over to um, road a little bit, and then cyclocross, and then most recently probably gravel has been the most recent thing. Um, I, uh, I used to race mountain bikes with a guy by the name of Ray Porter. Um, he's oh. about 20 years older than me, uh, so I was always in my 30s. He was always in his 50s. Really cool guy. He used to kick my butt at these six-hour mountain bike races. Um, and a couple of years ago, well, probably five years ago. It was four. Was it? It was four. Yeah. Well, he, uh, he, he did the Tour Divide. And uh, he did it twice. The first time he did it, he didn't make it. He ended up, uh, he was about halfway through, and he ended up cutting his hand pretty bad. And he, he had to get, you know, life lighted out. Well, I don't think he, he went to a hospital and he had to quit. 
and he took a year off and then he went back and he ended up getting it done and uh, he was always a guy that I looked up to and uh, I'd always planned on doing the tour divide when I was when I was 40 uh, me and a buddy had always talked about it it's like hey when we turn 40 we're gonna do the tour divide it it just kind of happened this year for me um, I think I was at a mountain bike race actually in November of last year in Stillwater and I talked to Bobby and a guy that I know in Oklahoma City was me and him were planning on doing the divide and he ended up kind of bailing out of me at that time just saying hey I don't have the time I can't do it I can't commit and luckily Bobby and uh, crew company ended up uh, let me tag along I think so started uh, getting in touch with them getting a bike built getting uh, gear taken care of logistics taken care of and then uh, it's 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 like Seth said it takes uh, it is so much stuff um, it, it takes so much planning and time and effort and money and just commitment just to, so bad at all just, just to get here though I mean it, it's it's just a battle to, to get here and now it's like finally like let's just do this already right because uh, man I mean good six months easy just in preparation buying this buying that signing up for this making sure you're square on this getting your passport I mean it's not to mention the training you know riding not to mention the exactly. miles <laughs> Try, trying to yeah. ride your bike enough so you don't die every day because <laughs> I think on average everybody here is shooting for sub 20 sub 20 days which on average is going to be less than a well it's going to be at least 140 150 miles a day maybe more so that's quite a feat to do that day after day for for over two and a half, three weeks. So, but I uh, am very happy to be here. I, I feel very at home in the mountains. Um, we just we just went up to that lake, and I just I just can't even I can't describe how, how great it really is. I I almost like broke a tear talking to Seth on the way down, and I just it is great, and I am. <laughs> Very, very happy to be here. Uh, there's, there's a lot going on in the world, and and Dave made mention of you know unplugging, and this is just getting away from the hustle and bustle and getting back to this is just pure instinct, pure survival. Um, getting your bases covered with you know health and shelter and food, and that's about it. And it's a, uh, it's really good. So that's all I got. Awesome. All right, our uh, our man, our uh, <clears throat> our driver, go for it. Uh, well, I'm uh, Chris Peters, and uh, I'm 37 years old, so second oldest man. Uh, yeah, I, you know, Bobby uh, contacted me. Uh, what was it? Two months? It's been about two, two and a half months. Two months, yeah. Uh, and he's like, dude, can you take us to Canada in your RV? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and I was like, 
Um, let me think about that. When is this? Oh, it's just a week right after the Dirty Kanza. Okay. Um, I'm riding the Dirty Kanza. Uh, okay. Um, and, uh, talk to the wife and stuff. And, and she's like, yes, you, you need to do it. This you, was need, the, you need to go. This was within about, I mean, he makes it sound like it was like a few days where he thought about it. And then a few days later, like, well, in my mind, it. it was a few days. Um, this happened in. <laughs> I'm I'm really honestly thinking less than ten minutes. Yes. We yes. were in the driveway. I was staring at his RV, and I said, "And he's like, is it is is it good to go? I was like, like, is that thing good to go? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah. And, and so we went uh, inside, and Andrea like thought about it for I mean not even a second, yeah. a nano, and she goes, yes, yeah, do it. And and so then what'd she do? Well, then we're like, I don't have a passport. <laughs> And then Bobby's like, let's go get it right now. And like we hop in his, we hop in the Westie and like go to the post office and, or no, go to get our photo taken. Walgreens. Walgreens. Then go to the post office, find out it was closed. So we had to come back the next morning and the lady was super cool about it. And so we both, yeah, had to get our passports. And then, yeah. And then, I mean that, then it was like, okay. Two weeks later, we show up in the mail. We got him two weeks. Yeah. Um, but, I just want to say, like, this group of guys right here, I mean, you guys are obviously going to have your own life-changing experience with all this. And, you know, you'll each have probably get something different or whatever. But there are so many people, no pressure, by the way, watching you guys. And, like, it's just like what, Bobby, you say with Unlearned Pavement and at land run is is it's who you're inspiring uh and you guys are gonna have an awesome time and you're gonna freaking inspire a lot of people i don't know if you're gonna inspire a lot of people to to do the divide (laughs) but to get out there and uh just do things i mean i i'm i'm like slightly jealous that i'm not riding with you guys but just slightly Someday though, someday we'll do it. So it's been a very cool trip it so is. far. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I'm gonna back up just a bit. Um, <clears throat> so we we closed the shop for Dirty Kanza on Friday and Saturday before. Well, Friday before and then Saturday during the event because we we roll up in style and with the best support crew possible known to mankind. Chris's wife, Andrea Peters. Huge shout out to you, Andrea. I can't tell you how many people came up to all of us and said that you saved their day. Jim Phillips, um, Jamie Wynn, those guys from Kuat, just that you brought them back to life for a time for with massage or with essential oils or whatever. And Jim actually told me on the side of the road at mile 140, he goes, man, I'm never making fun of essential oils ever again. <laughs> <laughs> so so we, we roll out of Stillwater Thursday night, and, you know, all, Seth and I and Troy – uh, we're we're rolling out not only with gear and, and logistics for Dirty Kansas 200 and Troy doing the 100, but we're rolling out with everything that we possibly need to exist for the trip here and then also for the physical event for the Tour Divide. So we go up, and um, Dirty Kansas is its own story, but we get there, it's crazy, you know, energy's high. Um... Chris 
gets Dirty Kanza done for the third time in a row. Huge shout out to him. He's on his way to the chalice for sure. On a fat bike. Yeah, on a fat bike. You know about the chalice? Five times. Five times, thousand miles. Um, Troy was uh, showing Rebecca Rush what's up on the hundred mile, and uh, <laughs> riding too weak to do the two hundred. <laughs> Troy, Troy maybe I made, made the decision. the right decision. You know, he he got a, he got naps in. You know, he got brewskis in while we're out there like with 30, 25 to thirty mile in our headwinds. Uh, Seth and I uh, stuck together most of the day. We were yo-yoing with Dave Markman um, in the whole first fifty. Um, Bailey and Allison Zamunda. Zamuda. Zamuda. Dang it! I knew I was gonna do <laughs> that wrong. Right. Uh, finished the the DK on tandem for the first time ever together. Um, on a tandem, rather. Okay, you yeah. you finished. No, that was my first. That's your first DK. That's my first, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> killer! In 16 hours and some change, right? 16 and some change. Nice. Good for a third place tandem. Jesse was running support. Yep. For who? Yeah. Back of the pack racing crew. Yes. Which is all over. Uh, they're kind of based out of New Mexico, but they have chapters in Michigan, where I'm from. A couple of awesome guys there. Uh, then just all over the place, but a bunch of wild single speeders who were flying on like 100 degree days. And, uh, I got on the fat bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, fact, they were yeah. on the black sheep tie yeah. single speed. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like sweating it out. JB and that. James and those yeah. guys. Steve McGuire. There's a. Oh, Steve McGuire makes his own fat bikes. Yeah, I rode with him our first DK in 2012. Yeah, yeah. Ty Steve. Yeah. Um, and then Judd and Ted Rauer, I believe is how you say it, but they're the brothers from New Mexico. So I met them at the Arrowhead 135 a couple years ago, and they're just a blast to hang out with. And, you know, smacking their butts as they were leaving the checkpoints <laughs> yes. and everything and lubing their chains in one gear and, <clears throat> yeah, slapping their asses and getting them on their way. It's yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Support is very hard work too so that was the first time I'd ever really run support for a crew and I give a shout out to everybody who standing and waiting for their racers to come through in that boiling sun and you know you're killing time figuring out what to do until they get there and it's tough and then it's like balls to the wall as soon as they're there like and it blows by and then it's just wait waiting game then you're driving 30 (laughs) 40 miles to the next one and going back and forth so everybody out there doing that thank you very much so Seth and I rode together the entire day and uh, came in in 17 hours and some change with Andrea Cohen and um, Sean O'Mara from Emporia, Kansas, who had a two-by-one from, like, mile eight <laughs> and ran with his front derailleur only working and his rear derailleur just stuck in place. So badass. It's so awesome. And then, and then Don Buttram, who is the smoothest riding, most consistent badass I've ever met from uh, Missouri, the Kuat crew. <clears throat> Besides finishing on the tandem with Crystal two years ago, that's my most memorable finish of all time of any event I've ever done. Um, just last 30 miles, we pegged it, and it was gorgeous. It was a beautiful night. So DK <clears throat> happens. We get done. You know, we stay up till 3 in the morning to watch our good friend Jason Duncan finish, to watch Chris finish. We get a few hours of sleep. We all hit breakfast and then head to DKHQ where we all are doing – Full-on gear checks. Uh, Seth and I put on brand-new rubber on the cutthroats, um, brand-new Vittoria Mezcal 2.1s, killer tires. By the way, we're really excited to be running those. <clears throat> Excuse me. And uh, so we 
we, we literally get everything done, and the hardest thing on earth was saying goodbye to Crystal and Emery and Elliot, and I know for Seth saying goodbye to Mark and Ariel and Bailey saying goodbye to Allison, and just the mental step it took to get everything loaded, to get in the RV, and then actually get on I-35 to leave was astoundingly emotional and difficult. And all of the past six months, just like Troy said, he nailed it. I mean, six months of like this or that or getting things for the, you know, these guys or whatever and making sure just everything is wrapped up at home, you know, whether it's work or home life. And we turn the key over in Chris and Andrea's RV and get on the road. And I swear all of us are just looking at each other in that RV over and over and over. Just like, really? Like, did we... What did we leave in Emporia? You know, like, what did we forget? And then the, the next three days were magic. We drove through the night. Mm-hmm. Troy crushed it all the way through, like, Sioux Falls, Nebraska, or into Iowa. Iowa, Nebraska, whatever it was. We were just, yeah, we got into South Dakota. <laughs> and then we get this, like, go to this gas station. There's, you know, Pizza Hut personal pan pizzas made to order in this gas station. We all ravage. Bailey and I get in the front seats. Everyone's trying to sleep, but Bailey and I are like falling in love with each other and talking about our whole past and girlfriends and wives and bike shops and stuff like that. And then uh, I, I, I make it like an hour and a half, and then Bailey rocks it for who knows how long. Two and a half, three at least, right? Yeah. And then Seth rolls into the daylight, and we're in. We're just outside the Badlands in South Dakota, rolling out, making it into Montana. And we just we're just having the best time. I mean, all of us are just crowding towards like the front of the RV at this point, just telling stories and getting to know each other better and laughing like crazy. And we roll into Billings. Um, I believe it was Spoke. Spoke Spoken Word or uh, no. Billings, Montana. Spoke. It was Spoke, Spoke Shop. Spoke Shop. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. So. They let me roll in and use their own their their work stands to. Uh, Working my bottom bracket and a few other things that I needed to work on on my cutthroat. So huge shout out to Sarah at Spoke Shop. Um, you guys are rad. We helped them find out uh, where they need to get dynamo hubs to make electricity on their bicycles. Mm-hmm. And they were rad. So thank you guys. And then from there we we found a place to park in Great Falls, Montana at a Walmart. We passed out. I woke up and I couldn't find anybody because... <laughs> The bed above me was full, and then a couple guys slept outside, like on the grass ditch, and they almost got ran over by a landscaper in the morning at Walmart. No word of warning, they just came straight at us. Like four in the morning, I wake up, I'm like, where'd everybody go? Everybody leave me? Uh, I did, I passed out with like my legs up on the wall. It was ridiculous. Oh, the dead bug? Yeah. (laughs) And then we get. Dead bug. Happy baby or dead bug? We get to Canada, we go through customs, it was no problem, and then Banff awaited us, and as soon as we roll into the, the mountain range outside of Banff, all of us were just, we are losing it, and we couldn't quite comprehend like where we had just come from, and where we know we were headed. The Tour Divide, just, just this last three days to get to Banff has been worth it. And I know each and every one of us are ready to find out what it takes to get to Mexico. 
I've been thinking about this so long. I've been talking about this for so long. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So, all right, that's been our trip so far. Now we're at Lake Louise. We did a 40-mile shakedown ride. It's been perfect. All of our camp set up. We even did our, our bear bags tonight, which are hanging up from the trees. <clears throat> so now I just want to kind of open it up for just a minute more. I mean, this is the one time we're going to do this podcast. and You know, we start on Friday morning at 8 a.m. Like, uh, where's everybody at? Like, what's everybody thinking? I know we kind of went through that a little bit already. Yeah, I mean, but You're right. So, I mean, you went through the whole, like, how you guys got up here. I'm a little bit of a black sheep. Oh, yeah. yeah Sorry, no. Dave was not in the RV, but uh, go for uh, it. Yeah, I didn't. Um, my parents, um, who who support me through all of my crazy endeavors or my support crew at, at DK this year. Um, they drove me back home and I picked up my bike and then I got on a plane the next day. I woke up at 1.30 Tuesday morning and by six o'clock I was here and the, the three plane rides were horrendous and um, I really hate flying and it solidified the, what I was doing you know, the, the getting away from everything. Um, I just, I was just so ready when I rolled into Banff to just get on my bike and go, just start an individual time trial, just get out of here. Um, I don't know. I think, I think it's been said too many times already in this podcast, but, but, but the planning to get to where we are today is overwhelming. Such a, a mental battle to keep everything in line and check and double check and recheck and then confirm with all these folks and then change your plans or your gear. Or, you know, you, we sat at, at Land Run and went over sleeping systems and, and systems. we all watched Bobby pass out from filling up his sleeping pad. <laughs> And I was ridiculed for for bringing what equates to essentially a dishcloth of a sleeping pad, you know, like such a horrible idea. But at the time, it was perfect. It sounded it sounded amazing. And then I slept on it for three nights, and I hated my life. And uh, I found I found a better, deeper appreciation for for a soft pillow top bed, and, and just just knew I couldn't make it for. 18 to 20 days on, on that. Um, yeah, just, just so you get, do have another sleep pad. I, yeah, no, I do. One. I, I brought, got a new I brought one. a different okay. one. That's yeah. great. Mm. I did. I did indeed. This other one was like, uh, I don't know, it looked like lingerie or something. Oh, yeah. It was full of holes and skimpy and, you know, I, I, could, I could wear it to the beach and was it pink? get some numbers. It was black. It was, black. It was yellow. Oh, was yeah. climate? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Said mine snapped holes. A bunch of X's on it. I think Jesse it. had yeah. a bad experience with those, yeah. too. Right? Yeah. yeah, Got it in the mail, blew it up three times. I sure hope Climate isn't listening to this. I called them. <laughs> if, if they are, you need to fix your product. Yeah, it's light. They know. Yeah. It's, but it's, that's it. Yep. <laughs> but that's it. Yeah, if that's I wanted wrong. a piece of art on the wall that was lightweight, you got it. You nailed it. Um, Quick trip to REI, and here I am. Yeah. You know, and, and now that we're sitting here, uh, just, you know, just hanging out. All, all that mental pressure has just fallen away. You know, we've ridden our bikes for the 40 miles. We know the route. We know our gear. You know, we had camp set up in uh, under 10 minutes with all of us just dicking around. You know, we, we know everything. We just need to get on trail. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah. Can I continue on the, the theme of the preparation and everything? I just want to thank everyone back home at Comrade Cycles, Jesse, Steve, Jason, Ronnie, Scott, whole crew. It's just being able to take that much time off of a business that I've poured the last, well, been open about four and a half years, but really poured the last six years of my life into getting going. Stepping away is really hard, and having people that I know are going to take care of everything is really awesome. So thank you guys so much for being able to take care of all that stuff and allowing me to just run away in the the peak of the season for us. Yeah. I would uh I would like to thank uh, the district guys. Um, I don't live in Stillwater. I live in Norman, which is about an hour south. And I used to go to, uh, well, I, I still do. I go to Charlie's Bike Lab, and they, they've done great. I've ordered a ton of parts through them, and I, I would really thank them. They've been really supportive. Um, I'd also like to thank uh, Tyler and Austin at Bobby Shop and at District are great guys. Um, not just mechanics, but just, just great guys in general. Um, I had to come ready to go on Thursday and Wednesday night I was going through my gear list in bed at like two o'clock in the morning with my girlfriend Lexi and I can't say enough about her how great she's been with this because if you don't have the support from the people around you you just there's no way you can get it done you'd just be worrying about it the whole time but she's been great um, helping me out with everything actually got me a brand new kit that I'm ecstatic to wear <laughs> haven't, haven't worn it yet just nice. waiting for a uh, grand apart day for it. Um, but we're going over gear lists and you know, she's two o'clock in the morning being a trooper. The next day she drives me up to Stillwater, drops me off. And when she was hanging out in the shop, we were there from probably two o'clock until seven, seven yeah. at night. Yeah. Um, and she was just so thankful and felt comfortable in the shop because of everybody around there. Um, Seth was great, his wife Ariel was great, Crystal, all the kids, and then Tyler um, and Austin. She just felt very, very welcome, and she didn't know any of those people. Um, but she ended up sticking around for five hours, so I would definitely thank uh, the district peoples. Good peoples. I'd only been there a couple times uh, for land run, and that was about it, so. Um, we did one kind of shakedown ride, I guess. Yeah. That was a couple months, well, a month and a half ago. Yeah. Has it been that long ago? I would guess, yeah. Man. Maybe a month. But yeah, about a month. We ended up uh, waiting on Bobby because he doesn't That's know how to put his cleats on, but um, <laughs> it was all good. <laughs> but yeah, I, I got to fix. I, I really I appreciate fix. everybody that, uh, <laughs> that helps you. Because uh, seriously, if you have to worry about work or home or anything you just you can't you can't focus i don't think you can get it done so but thanks to lexi especially she's been great beyond great so yeah and for my part um this is seth talking you don't recognize my voice um thanks big thanks to both tyler and austin uh i can't count the tell them how awesome like stayed in oh yeah in kansas and like totally Yes. Okay. Thank you. Um, that, was, that was yeah above. It. Yeah, it was that'll be the culmination of a list of awesome things they've done for. But especially my bike, I've I've really put that cutthroat through its paces, trying to get ready to 
take on this ride, and I can't count the number of times that Tyler and Austin have stopped what they're doing in the middle of their day or off hours at the shop before the shop opens. Austin met me two hours before the shop opened, um, before we left to take care of my bike because he knew he wouldn't have time to do it for the day. So big thank you to you guys, especially Austin. I know Austin's put in a lot of hours. And also we'd like to um, me, Troy, and Bobby especially give a big shout-out to Austin for voluntarily staying after the Dirty Kanza, after being the lead mechanic for Team Goo, um, which includes the reigning champion or the guy who was trying to defend his title, the Dirty Kanza. So he already had a very stressful DK. And he stayed after for many hours, uh, tuning up all our bikes and making sure everything was ready to go. It was really... Saved my bacon. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, he... Yeah. If... Yeah. Saved our bikes, saved our minds. Gave lots... Can't even measure the peace of mind. So, big thank you. And for me, on a more personal level, um, a huge thank you to Ariel, my wife, um, and my son, Mark, who not only put up with me being out of the house for long hours on training rides, but now being away from the house for over a month when we got a new family member coming and there's all kinds of insane things going on that I should probably be home for, but instead I'm out here on this big adventure and they never doubted me for a moment in it. And, uh, and to my parents too, who are hopefully showing Mark a good time starting tomorrow. Um, or Saturday or whatever, whatever. I'm already losing track of what yeah, it is. <laughs> and Ariel, I'll protect him from the bears. <laughs> <laughs> and Crystal, too. That's for Bobby. Yeah. I'll protect him from the bears. Yeah, Austin, brother. Uh, you're on to bigger and better things. Austin, our lead mechanic at the bike shop, and absolute rock yeah. of, a, of a person man like you uh you got your architecture degree maybe you know you're moving on from the shop maybe sometime in july maybe august um absolutely massive shout out to you brother thank you we couldn't be doing it without you my front derailleur hasn't been shifting right on my cutthroat since i adjusted my front derailleur since we all got it built and it took you five minutes and it's perfect I can attest because, yeah, we did an 1,100-foot climb and a mile today, loaded, and my front trailer totally worked. So thanks, brother. Um, Tyler, too. I think, uh, yeah, and Tyler is just the stoke machine. Like, if we need or want or have any desire to do anything, Tyler's like the first person on earth that is on board. And uh, he's also a great mechanic, and he's also a professional photographer, and you're, you're damn good-looking, and you... Are a credible musician and uh, you've got a super cool wife so Tyler like man you bring stuff to the table that nobody else can Kurt, Kurto, too. Kurto missed you at Dirty Kansas this year so much dude but you uh, you brought Vittoria into our lives and uh, the Kurto did all my uh, headset stuff Kurto did all that all the headset and bottom bracket stuff on Troy's bike and yeah Kurto so man thanks, Kurto. you're the man you keep us all level, and you've got a really, really good sense for what uh, is uh, common sense. And you know, you know, you know, I don't. So I appreciate that a lot. I think one thing that uh, kind of comes to mind a little bit on the little bit on the corny side of things, but uh, although Tour Divide <clears throat> is in and of itself a self-supported ride, from what everybody's <laughs> saying here, it is something that nobody could do here without an incredible amount of support from all their family and friends Absolutely. all around and self-supported while we're out there but 
so much support from everywhere and everyone. It's just been yeah, my phenomenal. My bags are packed with love. <laughs> yeah, say, say that again, Jesse. Would you say my bags are packed with love? Yes. So hopefully, hopefully it works. <laughs> while we're while we're doing shoutouts, I, I've got far too many people to yeah, me to, too. To thank you know, and and everybody out there, you know who you are. If you're listening to this, but I, I have to I have to say a, a, a beyond heartfelt you know thank you to my parents. They put up with a lot, a lot of my crap, and uh, and I mean, they're they're the reason why I am here. To you know, it's uh, that that's true. You know, yeah, like, that's right. I mean, that's I mean, made it, it happen. You know, I mean, if you don't know how babies are created, <laughs> it, it happens when when a mommy and a daddy make a phone call and then a stork <laughs> drops you off, and voila. I'm glad they made that phone call. They, they did. No, man, it was Titanic style on the back of a 77 Charger. Yeah. Let's get it going. The, the, story, the story goes is that I was found That's for you, Dad. Zoo. Solid. You know, and, and, and that's that's the end of it, you know. Titanic style. Yeah. You know, and and uh, Revolution Cycling Ski in St. Cloud, and, and John especially, um, uh, thank you so much. Um, you know, it's, it's all unreal. It just... It is. It, it takes it a village. It does. Yeah. You know, yeah. just to get. Jesse, what about your people? special watch? Oh. Yes, oh. Jesse's watch. You had to. While I'm getting called out. Uh, no, just some thanks. Same thing. I mean, my parents, they've been so awesome throughout all of this. Family, friends. Know what I'm doing. Um, yeah. I have a very nice little Casio watch on my left wrist <coughs> that my friend Kate gave me before this trip. I've been How getting... little is it? Oh, it's teensy. Is it a girl's watch? It, no. <laughs> it also beeps every hour. It beeps every hour. hour. Oh, yeah. I go in to eat and drink. Oh, all right. All right. Come on now. Okay. It's going to die if it's only every hour. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. That's true. It's just a reminder if I'm that far behind. But, uh, yeah. So, Kate, thank you for the watch. Troy, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just being dad here. Okay? Yeah, no, I know. I'm the old man. I gotta be dad. But yeah, so thanks. Someone's gotta do it. Mom, dad, family, friends, uh, my dog, Bukowski. I'll see you in a while. I know he doesn't even know what's going on, but that's cool. Um, yeah, Bobby but you miss Thompson. him. You miss him. Bobby Thompson from Kansas. Okay. He, uh... I drive a little tiny RV that I drove out to Kansas to do the support. And the then, Dolphin! Yep, and we didn't even really know where we were going to store it while I'm gone for this month. And Bobby Thompson of Gravel Guru uh, jumped jumped right up, and he's letting me store this like 1990 ragged out love machine in his front yard for a month. Shade carpeting to your own. Wow. So he's got a water bed in the back. The yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ladies, oh, this is Jesse. Dolphin thing on it. <laughs> Ragged out. Yeah. You can never get rid of the dolphin though. Rolling. Dolphins are the only Rolling. mammal that have sexual Rolling. pleasure. We have yeah, uh, so Bobby Thompson. You're awesome, man. We've been uh, we've been collecting quotes um, as we've gone. (laughs) I'm just saying there will be a quote book that most people's eyes may not be able to see. It's going to be rated R. (laughs) Yeah, it already is rated R. (laughs) But ragged out love machine, I think, is there. It's happening. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't say thank you at all to. 
I didn't say thank you at all to my mom and dad. Um, yeah, mom and dad, I absolutely adore How you both. Um, 72 Pinto? Hey, I, no, my dad had a 71 Plymouth Satellite Sebring with air shocks. Um, yeah, dad, I'm super pissed that you sold that because it could be mine right now. <laughs> yeah, I needed it, man. I was little in high school. Come on. I really needed some uh, self-esteem. In high school you were little? Yeah. <laughs> what happened? He's <laughs> just a little guy. <laughs> Mom and Dad, I love you so much. Dad, you taught me, you taught me everything I needed to know about uh, pushing to uh, be better. You know, through baseball mostly, and and Mom, you you taught me how to be patient and loving, and um, I think those two things together make uh, make up a lot of what an endurance athlete probably needs. You know, determination, courage, and and patience. And uh, then Crystal, you got me on a bike for the first time so I can't thank you enough for helping me realize just how beautiful the world is on two wheels and you shared that passion with me and we've hopefully shared it with a lot of others so thank you I you love you, have. you too have. I, yeah. she's incredible and uh Imran Elliott I miss you so much I miss you so much you little kiddos you're the best in the world and so glad they were at Dirty Kanza and they're just the best, best little shop kids in the world. So yeah, we uh, those those are my shout outs. To finish it off and and uh, actually, you know, last thing I, that I can think of is that every single one of us is riding a salsa cycles bike. Oh yeah, how did we forget that? <clears throat> I mean, you think they're gonna sponsor us? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah no. Any bit of loving would would oh, really they, go a long way. They, they're, I'll pose. I'm a great model. <laughs> he is a great model. He's a Taurus. He's a, if you don't know what that patch. means, then I'm sorry. <laughs> you should give him that photo that we just took. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Salsa, thanks for making rad stuff. Thanks for making stuff that we can depend on, that we're like, we're not picking anything else to do this adventure on. And it's based solely on the name. It is. Go Mariachi! <laughs> Do you want to dance? You pay the band. No. <laughs> We're riding to Mexico, all right? Uh, <laughs> vamos a hacer en Mexico, man. Oh, good, you see. See, como no. Vamos a hacer ahí cuando llegamos. Vamos a fumar un cigarro, pues. Vamos a tomar una cerveza. Que buenísimo, eh? He's as old and moldy. Where's the bathroom? I can't even say it in Spanish, but I wish it could. Yeah, I, but no. I, I just know the basics. You know, like, donde style pantalones? <laughs> That's um, a good one. Porque yo soy borracho. Donde están mis pantalones, pues? Si. With Justin, uh, Benton, um, Jason Boucher, Eric, um, Efred. I know you're not with them anymore, but you were for a long time. Um... Brian yeah, Brian Hansen. Uh, gosh, yeah, help, new help guy me. Justin. Yeah, and, yeah, and old guy Justin. Brand new Rob, Mike, Miker, kid. Thank you, dude. You're incredible. Um, Those Kuat racks are pretty, pretty hefty too. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. We loaded that. <laughs> oh yeah, we, we did. Had, what sixty pound bike? <laughs> yeah. Four of them on there. Pretty, pretty stout. Yeah. The Kuat got it done. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Miser, if I didn't say that already, um, 
Shoot, hold on. I got a couple more. I got a couple more. Sean Malin, thanks for designing the cutthroat, brother. Like, dude, insane. And who made that RV? Yeah, who made yeah, the RV? It's not well, a dolphin. Chevy 454. Yep, Chevy 454. And a safari. Whoa, it's uh, made by Trek. No, 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 it's salsa, salsa. It's salsa, salsa safari, it's a, RV. It's, a, it's got salsa stickers on it. Photos to come. <laughs> it's really new. It does say Trek. That's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> and then the it's a T-Rex. Art director for salsa is, um, give it to me. What do you want? K-Mac. Kelly Mack. Yeah. Thank you, Kelly. The color schemes are totally rad. Totally rad. Mm. We love everything about salsa. Uh, some of the guys are going to be here tomorrow, be in Banff, so we're going to meet up with them. Tons of salsa bikes running around. We should take pictures of all our bikes. Yeah. We're going to do photos well, of the bikes. Um, you know, just to give you guys a heads up, on, on the website on unlearnpavement.com, we are going to do an individual profile of like our setups and kind of who we are again, maybe, and... So be on the lookout for that. Uh, bikepackersmag.com just did 50 bikes, you know, 50 different people, 50 different setups. So check that out if you haven't checked that out yet. Featuring Mr. Dave Markman. Yeah, Dave Markman's on the list. Uh, Neil... Yeah, I lied about my age. It says I'm 26. I'm not. Dang you. Yeah. What are you trying to do? Just, just like... Yeah. I did, actually. It's rare that I have to, like, remember how old I am. And now that you, you get to a certain age, you can do everything. You rent a car, you drink a beer, you, you gamble be your adult, money you away. Mean? Yeah. You, know, okay. you ride your bike all the way from Canada to Mexico. Mm. So it's just a number. So who wants to ride through Mexico with it? Yeah, Baja Divide. That's next, right? Why just why just next? Going, why don't we just keep going? <laughs> we just gotta <laughs> keep it going. We gotta keep it going. Let's go to let's go to Colombia. No, we wanna go to they got some coffee. Ecuador, alright. We wanna go to Ecuador. So I think we're ready. Um, we have to be. We're here. Um, Troy's ready to go to bed. He's turning into a pumpkin. It's a cute pumpkin. Let me tell you. Old man, you'll be there one day, buddy. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks for hanging with us. Uh, we've been around a campfire this whole time. Troy's also, I mean, besides his good looks, he's incredible at building a campfire. I'm an Eagle Scout. He's, a he's good, an Eagle good Scout. stoker. Everybody here is uh, an incredible guy, and I feel lucky to know them. Thank you guys for like all this traveling together, for us hanging out in Banff the last couple of days. We're going to ride back tomorrow. We've got one more little meeting with Crazy Larry, who is crazy, and he is the man, <laughs> the plan. Everybody should be here tomorrow. We have a 77% rate of rookies at the start line this year. We've got 154 on the spot tracker list, I believe. We're doing this. It's completely happening. Follow us along at trackleaders.com slash, slash Tour Divide 2016. Or is it 2000? Tour, tour Divide 16. Yeah. Okay. Trackleaders.com slash Tour Divide 16. We'll have little uh, initial flags with our initials on it. And you can see exactly where we are in the moment. You'll just have to find the ones in front. Click on it. There we be. <laughs> That's the opposite of what I've been telling everybody back home. <laughs> Look for the northernmost dot, like going in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the northernmost dot. <laughs> anyway, we've got everything that we need, and uh, can't believe we're here. Can't believe we're about to sleep under the stars in, in Canada. So thank you guys so much for listening. This is it's oh, been. Thank you, Canada. You rule. Yeah, Canada <laughs> yeah. rocks. Yeah, it's so clean. All right. Yeah. I'm, this is uh, 
This is Unlearned Pavement Radio. Um, we're going to see you guys when we get to Mexico. Hope you boys like Mexico. <laughs> yeah. All right. And with that, good night. You boys like Mexico. <laughs>